began racing in the early 90s with Papyrus's NASCAR Racing and has grown over the decades now racing on the iRacing platform. The AOL. You're watching iRacing on the Ghostfire Media Network. It's time for the Ghostfire Media Network podcast show. Featuring the stars of iRacing's IVRL and the AOLL. Now, here's your host, the Ghostfire Media Network crew. I, you know, I didn't even have my uh, iPad set up with whatever. We're back. We're here. Hey, and welcome everybody to Ghostfire Media, the podcast. Uh, we're here at lucky number 13, episode 13. I'll be your host tonight, Larry Patrick, alongside... Josh Laston. You want to talk to me? Hey, yeah. it's Randy Piver <laughs> alongside my good friends here, Larry Patrick and Josh Laston. Yeah, we're out here uh, in beautiful Daytona Beach in the Daytona Beach studio. It's good to see you guys. I, I really wish I was in Daytona Beach, man. That'd be fantastic. It's Ormond Beach, actually. I shouldn't say Daytona. I should say Dirktona if I'm going to refer to Daytona. Uh, and, and anybody that caught that very like beginning of this, uh, apparently my night's already starting rough. I started the the intro was the AOL commercial for the podcast instead of the intro for the podcast. So I had to switch all that around. So. Uh, it should be an interesting Hello. night tonight, but uh, we're, we're going to hear a few excuses from Larry about the fact that his tower's dead, and I wasn't saying he's that. To run I didn't off say the that. Laptop. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say that. I wasn't even going to say that. See, look, look. I am gonna. I am gonna power up my iPad though, so I can get a uh, stream deck going. Um, but anyways, so uh, yeah, we got uh, an exciting show here tonight. IVRL is had a wild week. They've had a wild two weeks. So. We're going to get into that. we got special special guest Charles Garrick, and then we're going to talk about the TNT series. We're going to talk uh, trucks. We're going to talk cup, and then we're going to jump in, and we're going to finally introduce Fuel. We're supposed to be having some uh, at least one guest from Fuel coming on tonight. Uh, so it'll be the first introduction to this new series that we will be broadcasting roughly around mid-July. So uh, real quick, let's go ahead and hear from our buddy Pat Patterson. Hi, it's Pat Patterson, the racing guy. You're listening to the Ghostfire Media Podcast. Yeah, well, there's Pat Patterson, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you know, the beautiful thing about that is, I mean, we can sit there and we can look and everybody gets to stare at us and everything like that, but uh, the um, I never muted the audio because I, I don't have one of my programs running. That's my fault. That is not my well, desktop's fault. I would be happy because I decided to wear my uh, Pit Road Pickers t-shirt tonight. So, uh, you know, he would be proud. And it's uh, 8.30 or 8.03. He's probably already in bed. <laughs> well, hey, you know, uh, as we talked, we got a lot to talk about, especially with this first one. So let's go ahead and bring in our first guest from the IVRL, Mr. Charles. You're Charles, man. How you doing tonight? Hanging in there. Charles, no camera tonight, bud? No. <laughs> it sounds like it tonight that he we may not want him on camera. <laughs> I, I want to point out that uh, I'm going to read you exactly what I got sent 
when I asked him if he wanted to be on and he said, LOL, uh, sure, I knew it was coming at some point anyway. <laughs> that's good that's great <laughs> now but but you've been on before right like i'm remembering this correctly yeah it was uh before the circuit of the americas that's right yep see so um, so also a little bit of lighthearted. you're the first driver we've got to talk to that has actually raced on nashville super speedway drama aside what are your takes on the track? Oh, I thought uh, I thought it raced pretty good. Um, I was surprised though. Um, like me and Harvey were we were running up, up there up front from uh, the first stage. Um, I figured out turn one and two, but turn three I could never really get the hang of because. You come off turn four, and the wall's right there. And a lot of people are smacking the wall. I ran 11 laps there in practice on Tuesday, and I think I missed the wall out of turn four twice. I ran a pickup race at Nashville Super Speedway on, I don't know what night it was, but I think it was Wednesday night after the uh, truck race. I actually ended up second in that race. So I rain good there. Yeah, every time I, I like that track. Every time I get even near turn four and notice that I was heading towards that wall, I'd lift out of it. Yeah, you have to. So, what does this track drive? Uh, I mean, they call it a super speedway, and I've been still trying to figure out why they call it a super speedway. Um, uh, Nick would have told you if he was here. <sighs> Uh, I actually know the answer to this. Yeah, there is oh, an answer. To oh, it. you're the Nick tonight. All right, let's hear it. It's any track over a mile is capable of being called a super speedway. Tragic. Yep. That is that is the definition. De I got to know, Charles. Did that track drive like a super speedway? No. <laughs> that's 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 an easy. It was easy nowhere <laughs> even close to a super speedway. Charles, did you notice any, like, draft? I actually kind of felt like we got a little bit of drafting going on there. Did you notice that? No, not really. Um, I don't know. Some of the runs, I feel like, were you had to drive it a little deeper into corners and stuff. But I never really noticed any draft or anything. Hmm. I, You know, uh, talking about that driving deeper – um, I know you couldn't see it because you're behind, but uh, Christian Converse, when he was catching up to uh, Causey, he would run the turn really, really hard. He'd run hard in, and then he would lose momentum coming off. But he kept doing that, and finally, the very last lap, he was able to get around Causey. But he was running that hard line you talk about, hard in and you know soft off. off. So... so I gotta know. We're, I, I've got to delve into it. We, we've got. I've got to go there quick, fast, and in a hurry because I don't even know if we have enough time to talk about all of it. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite places to eat around here is uh, is this uh, chicken place, but it's called a uh, the uh, it's a Peruvian place, but it's a llama. Uh, I can't remember what the hell it's called, but my wife calls it the drama llama. So now this right here, this race, the drama llama race, right? Um, 
What two happened? races ago or this one? This I want to talk this one because we okay, did we this. did go into that a little bit last week as far as last week goes. So uh, we want to start here on this one, man. What what from your perspective happened to cause the turn of events that ultimately led to uh, Gaithright getting a two race suspension? Uh, well, I'm going to back it up it, it, at Nashville. I had got engine damage from the Michael Payne wreck. So I was down 20 horsepower. And I didn't... It took me a while to figure out how to, you know, drive the corners to keep up with everybody because obviously they were going to pull away from me on the straightaways. So it took me a while to figure it out, but eventually I figured out if I drove it super deep into the corner, like I was turning into the corner on the throttle and then hard on the brake to be, be able to catch anybody. So I was doing that and I was catching Joshua, but then he'd pull away from me on the straightaways. So, I mean... When I caught him in turn three, it was like, I don't know. It was like he braked earlier than he did the previous laps. And then I ran into the back of him. Which, you know, from the all-star race and all that, I kind of expected to get blocked a little bit. But coming out of four, I was fully committed to going on the bottom. And then you know, all that happened. So, yeah. That, that was, well, for uh, the people, the people that did, that did not see what we're talking about, <laughs> kind of explain from your point of view, what you saw in the car. Well, <laughs> after I ran into him and he's, I don't know. I like to say wrecked himself. <laughs> it wasn't really that sideways, but you know, um, and then I turned around, smacked the wall. I kind of figured because the crew chief was saying past the 89. And when, once we started getting going, he came down on the, in the trioval and I was just like, Oh no. So I swung wide in turn one and I couldn't see him anymore. Cause I was so high up on, in the corner <laughs> and about that time i seen his car and straight into the wall went yeah that wow. was uh uncalled for didn't you be the to Niels to say right like that's yeah so so we've beat around the bush and for those that haven't seen it essentially there was a very blatant retaliation that pretty much took both of these guys out of the race well, it, it really took me out because I made one lap around, came in. I I got within four or five boxes of my pit stall and my engine blew up. Oh, I hate that. So I finished 14th and he finished, I think, 11th or something. Yeah, he, he was, was still 11th. Running. He was still running. Well, in that... In this this goes back to a week ago with more incidents and him running into people under caution, if I'm thinking correctly. Well, All-Star Race was, I don't know, 
I don't know what you want to call that. Free for all. If you want, if you want good quality uh, arcade style wrecking when you're racing, go watch lap twenty to thirty. I mean, the All Star uh, race. All Star race. All Star race. So I mean, I was mad, and I was I was trying so hard to get to him, but when I eventually got to him and we wrecked, I wasn't trying to hit him. Right. I was on the brake turning. And I'd already lost it. The car was already sideways, and I was chasing it up the hill trying to save it, and I got into it. It wasn't intentional. It was just, you know. Yeah, we had we had something almost like that, right? What was uh, what series was it? They was it was it Carl? They yes. he he had gotten spawned. That, that was him and Sean Hayes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was something like that where we had, we had a guy in a. In the TNT series, he got tapped and lost it, and then like two turns later, just gets into the back of the guy. But me and Randy like got shocked, right? We were like, "Oh, that was intentional. That's that's retaliation." Carl's like, "No, no, no, no." You're talking about that one. That was Martinsville. Him and Blake Zidi. Ah, yeah, yes, yeah. I I thought you were talking about the first race of this season when. Carl accidentally spun Sean, and then the, he spent the entire night trying to do the exact same thing to Carl. Tried to do it after the checkered flag, and then completely missed Carl as he was going into the pits. Jesus. <laughs> but, I mean, ultimately, Gaithright, he ended up getting a two-race suspension. And I gotta say that... It, there's a lot of chatter that happens in the IVRL Discord. First and foremost, a lot. And I I have since, because when I'm at work and everybody's chatting it up, it blows up my phone and I'm like, I can't be having this. So I I finally muted it. And the other day, Adam was like, or one of the guys was like, yo, it is live right now in their Discord channel. And I went in and I started reading all the comments. And I'm going to tell you what, one of the most entertaining reads I have had in a long time. And obviously, it put it made the admins work a lot. Yeah, the comment about your mother and all that stuff was funny. <laughs> yeah, for, first it got uh, it was put on slow mode, and then eventually Cody just completely disabled the channel. <laughs> yeah, it, it was uh, it was pretty fun. I mean, it, there's there was a moment I was like, these are some really elementary middle school comebacks, right? <laughs> Pointed that out themselves. I didn't said that. (laughs) Your mom and I was like, that wasn't even a good your mom joke. (laughs) Oh, it was, but it was kind of funny. I was like, it was. I'm going here about your mom. (laughs) A a grown man making a your mom joke at that most wrong (laughs) time. Your mom was so fat. (laughs) (laughs) She jump up in the air and get stuck. But no, nah, that I'll tell you what that that was some good reads, man. Um, but like I said, he, he's been suspended for two races per the admins and uh, deducted points. I believe it was fifty. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, doing that stuff that, that takes a lot, especially uh, in a series like the IVR where there's no fast repairs. You know, it's one thing in one of these series that if you have a fast repair, yeah, it sucks because you have to use your fast repair, but at least it doesn't hurt you too much, right? Like unless you get into another wreck. But in IVRL, if you get wrecked intentionally, you're just crap out of luck 
for the better yeah. terms. Yeah, I was done. I had like a forty-minute re required repair. I was like, Jesus. "There's no way." Nah, you might as well look at, at that it. Point. No matter how mad you get on track, and it, even if you are planning on doing that, I feel like you try to make it look like a bit more of an incident. You guys were going to be coming to a restart. Maybe you go a little bit wide and take them out yeah. when we're moving to where at least you could say, oh, I broke the back end loose. Well, <laughs> when Weatherby got into him and turned him, that's what that's all he was talking about. Come here, Weatherby. Come here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> But there was a lot of cars around that general area, so he didn't do it. Right. Right. But poor, poor Tom. Tom just slid right in there and ran into me after the fact. Yeah, and you know the the crazy thing is, uh, I got lucky enough to have uh, a nice lunch date today with one of the drivers from the IVRL, and uh, and we were sitting there, we were kind of talking about it a little bit, and. Uh, you know, he, he made the comment that a couple of people came to his defense, but he was like, it's not even anybody outside his team. I mean, to a certain point, if it's your only your team sticking up for you, you might have to sit back and think, hey, man, maybe I'm the asshole in this situation. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. maybe we should throw yeah, that up on am I the asshole on Reddit. See what happens. <laughs> hey, that right there, I tell you what, that'd be a good one, man. Like, just any time that something happens in an incident, just put it in Reddit and am I the asshole? You know, let's, let's get people's perspective. Are you born an asshole? Bet you got an asshole for a wife. Hey, Justin said it takes a genuine skill to wreck someone and make it look like an accident. The wreck under caution was the only thing he has in his, in his, his wheelhouse because he's lacking and i tell you what justin uh i'll race sunday get around me and i'll make it look like an accident if we get into a wreck um, <laughs> because it will be because he'll just run out of talent <laughs> my vr will go dead okay you've already uh, used that excuse once that's actually <laughs> happened a lot lately and, and with the oculus too too that's what scares me yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people complaining about that. The so Quest 2s, that, that scares the daylights out of me, man. Well, I've been having an issue with uh, screen freezes while I'm racing. So. Oh, I've had that. God. Yeah, I've had that a couple of times. I'll lately. be running at like 84 FPS, and it'll drop to 63, and the screen will freeze. Oh, dear God. Yeah. I Same am very here. glad that hasn't happened to me. But now I have that, a that it will. I have a TV set that is doing it to me, so it's I don't I guess it's in the game or something. That's because know. you got a TV set, buddy. It doesn't it, it doesn't help that your TV's like one of those old school ones. You still got to turn the dials to find your channel, and it sticks out about you know good that no, far. I have my kid that has she has this little punch button thing. She sits back when he goes click it, click it, click it <laughs> to find the channel. <laughs> you probably don't, Larry. You probably don't even know what that is. You'd be surprised. <laughs> the, the old school wired remotes? No, no, not even not, no. No, the very first remotes, they, they had two big white buttons on the top. You know, volume and channel. And it, and it made that ungodly clicking sound. Yeah, it did. It was just obnoxious. You couldn't get rid of it. 
Sorry. It was back in 42. Sorry, we got on a tangent there. Yeah, that was, there, there was that tangent. By the way, oh, you watch old movies, Randy. Come on now. <laughs> so, all right. So this week, uh, I was actually trying to figure out where are we going this week? Pocono. Pocono. Yeah. Your favorite track. I love Pocono. How, what do you think, man? How, how's that? How's that looking for you? Uh, I don't know. I've ran good there in the past. Like I ran a league last year, finished second in it. Um, <laughs> uh, my favorite turn out of the whole track is turn two, and everybody else hates turn two. Uh, no, I'm with you. I absolutely I love, love the tunnel turn. I, lift out of it early and then get back in it quick okay so i I, do you do you think that this is your track then that these guys are uh i don't want to say that you're gonna dust them but they're they're gonna realize it's your track like you're gonna put a little statement out there for us this weekend i don't know maybe (laughs) (laughs) I, so what are the odds that we see uh, more uh, of the same, the, uh, the same players up front? Oh, there's odds to that? Huh. I'm just saying, yeah, what are the odds? We see Causey, uh, uh, Massey, Holt, all these guys. That, more you know, than likely are. they'll be up there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sometimes it you know, gets a little old after a while. <laughs> Although Nash- Nashville, though, I was surprised, though. I figured they'd be up there the whole time, and they weren't. No, they weren't. Yeah. Ma- I mean, and, and you know the crazy thing about that? That race was uh, Brandon, who made a, uh, he, he made a point. He, he goes, I just got this track. I had zero practice, and I won the race. And I was the man, basically, is what he said. I was the man to beat. It was like, just tooting his own horn. And it was like, okay, dude, go ahead. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, we had we had Juan up there leading. Yeah, Juan looked good, man. I was hoping Juan yeah. would get a better finish. I wanted to talk and, to him. And Patrick was up there leading. I couldn't catch yep. him. Harvey, Harvey out there, he said, hey, I finally had a good night. Uh, so I maybe that was just that track that just – I mean, I, I, I know. Think, I, I know what, why he ran better. Why is that? Because Adam wasn't in there to talk to him the whole time. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point. That's a good point. Harvey, maybe you need to kick Adam out of your chats. That's that's probably it. And and you know, I caught I caught a good little bit of it, man. Even Carino was up there at one point, and I was like, well, yeah. look at this crap, man. Like, Carino's tough, man. Though, I mean, it, it's he's just tough. He, he's he's always a player up there, top five. That wasn't surprising to me. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, you know, we'll see uh, this week go with a uh, Pocono. I mean, I think I think it'll be a good race to call uh, and have fun. I'd rather have a great run at Pocono and a terrible run at Road America than have a terrible run at Pocono and a terrible run at Road America. Yeah, I mean, so. Uh, when it comes to these tracks, right, these style races or these races, they it kind of the unknown. I mean, you kind of see the guys that either a practice it or it, it levels the playing field, right? I mean, I, I liken it to Bristol Dirt or now with the you know Nashville Super Speedway. It just came out. It's on the schedule. Every you know, right there they throw it on schedule, and 
obviously the I would say the big players wasn't out there practicing nonstop, and that's why it seemed like the the playing field was leveled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I shoot, I got it. While I was I, I, I was at work, and I got it, and as soon as I got home, I downloaded it and practice, you know, a couple laps and stuff, and then uh, went to race, but um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. I, I look forward to Pocono, right? I mean, it's it's a bigger track, a little oddly shaped. I mean, it's just, there's no track like it, right? I mean, right. you think of the short tracks, they're all about the same. Banking's different, but they're all yeah. about the same. Man, well, Good. With, with this Pocono, you know, different than old Pocono where you didn't have those walls that surround the whole inside of the track. Yeah. So you spin, you're going to hit a wall instead of going through grass. Yeah. And that kind of sucks. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, when you really think about it, I mean, either, either situation really does suck. I mean, especially if you, uh, if you have no fast repairs, if there's a wall there, then you smack the wall. If there is, or if there's, yeah, if there is no wall and you go into the grass, the likeliness of the sim throwing a yellow flag is probably slim to none because you're not in anybody's way, which means you're now off the pace. So now you're going to come back on the track, probably lose one or two laps, and still could have a little bit of damage. Well, I don't know. I don't know about losing a lap at Pocono. We get off in the grass. You can still hang in there for a yeah, stage yeah. break. It, it's a big enough track that it's real difficult to go down a lap if, unless yeah. your vehicle is damaged beyond repair. <laughs> Completely trashed. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, but also that's the, that, that's the biggest reason why I actually love Pocono is. Every turn's different. It's the closest thing to being a road course without it actually being a road course. It's fast. And it's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that middle line, not the like the very outside line, but the middle line there in turn one, that's a good line to run if you can't get to the bottom. But nobody wants to be up there where those massive bumps are. No, no, that's a terrible, yeah. terrible place to, not, to be not at. Not the place. No, I used to like Pocono. I I liked it when it was on the Papyrus. I don't like it anymore. I can't run it anymore. Hey, so Harvey just said in the comments, he said, "Don't underestimate underestimate my ability to go a lap down. I want to lap down by or at Coda by myself." <laughs> you so. win the prize, Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it's 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 possible. Especially, I think there was, I think it was last night, one of the guys uh, slid down onto the infield, and it didn't bring out the caution, but they hit the tires and got stuck on the tires and had a toe. Like, that random, you know, mishap that just causes you to toe, and the next thing you know, you've got this ungodly long toe. I mean, you're definitely losing a lap then. Yeah. Yeah. Or you get stuck in the wall. There's been a lot of that going around lately. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a crappy feeling, man. <laughs> I liked uh, Harvey's um, 
post he made on IVRL about uh, whoever painted the walls dark blue at Nashville. Your mom's a hoe. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't see that what one. He said. <laughs> he's right. I mean, you come off the turn, you don't know where, you can't tell where that wall is. This man said your mom's a hoe. Jesus That's Christ. We're painting the wall blue. <laughs> hey, Harvey said those walls can kiss my ass. Uh, Harvey, I feel like these walls on these tracks kiss your ass a lot, man. No offense. I've got a couple races. Um, and I'm not talking about your at bare ass. I'm talking about your car's ass when you're sliding up into them. Oh, yeah, Harvey God. likes those walls. <laughs> This is gonna be this. This is gonna be an exciting week, right? I mean, we should see a little less drama with the league, especially. I feel like the admins just they went straight, you know, lockdown on after this week. Do do we see? I mean, obviously, we definitely see more clean racing. How do you feel like the the field will react to this? Will you see people be a little bit more tentative so that way they don't people don't think that they're it, something's intentional. Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe. I mean, we're every week we're all racing each other hard anyway. So, um, I mean, as long as we communicate and talk to each other about getting in incidents, I mean, we should be fine. But it's the problem I have is when I get, you know, anybody, when you get run into and wrecked. And nobody says a word about it. Uh, it gets under my skin. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I, I've noticed a lot. Of, the, the IVRL compared to the AOLL is there's a lot of you know guys will wreck and just go on their way. Yeah. We're like in the AOLL. It seems like you, you get wrecked is right immediately immediately after. Ninety nine percent of the time, you're gonna have. Sorry, man. My bad. You know, or something. That's what Tom did whenever he pushed up the track in one and two and turned me into the wall. As soon as he did it, he came over and said it was his fault. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's always going to be those few guys who are definitely, you know, going to take responsibility for what they did. But what about the ones that don't? Yeah, those are the ones that are just a little too competitive. <laughs> those are the problems. Yeah. While, while I agree with that, all right, so, in, you know, in my short to very short iRacing experience, I've noticed there are three types of people, right? There's going to be the ones that there's a wreck and they say, hey, my bad, you know, that I, I got into you there. Or even say, hey, I don't know if I got into you there, but if I did, I apologize. And then you're going to have your well, – I take that back, four types. Um, then you're going to have your ones that uh, – when there's a wreck, they, they right away they say, hey, look, I don't know what happened. Uh, we'll talk about it after I review it. And that's kind of like that, hey, I'm not taking the blame for this. Screw you, buddy. And then you've got the guys that just don't say anything. Like, they just will not say anything, right? And then, of course, you got the guys that it's never their fault. Yeah. So, I'm not that. so Charles, which one would you be? 
I mean, I told somebody it was my fault right off the bat. Okay, you fall into that category. All right. I tell people they piss off. <laughs> I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't specifically tell that to Josh because I didn't think it was my fault that I ran in the back of him. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, the previous laps, he was going into that corner the same way, and then that specific lap, he changed it. Yeah. Oh, and that's a, that's a big thing. So as we talked about, we got Pocono coming up. I want to grab some predictions on this. Uh, let's start with let's start with Josh. Work our way down and finish with our guest of honor. So Josh, Mr. Brandon Massey. I like that one. That was a pretty good one. Pretty good one. Uh, let me go with Adam Wood. Oh wait, he's still in Fayetteville. Um, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to take our guest of honor, man. I'm going to take Charles. He sounds really excited about this track and anybody that is gun ho about a track, I, they, they, they got to have something with it. Right. So uh, I'm going to go with Charles. I'm going to go with Greg Holt. I think that might be one of his better tracks. So let's go with Patrick. Dang. Hey, somebody else took Patrick. That'd be hard. So did Harvey. <laughs> Great minds think alike, right? Huh. <laughs> Speaking of that, I'm still waiting on dude wipes. Why has GFM not been given our dude wipes? And, you Larry, know, I'll send you dude wipes. Thanks, man. And I told you guys that Pat Patterson did not think that they were really where they were. He thought they were stuff that he used in the shop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's what he goes. No, those are things that we had them on one of the cars, and uh, uh, they're like the things you use in the shop, and you just wipe down in your car or something like that. I go, I don't think so, Pat. I think these are the things you wipe your butt with. He goes, Really? <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick. Hey, Weathers B, man, you can only pick one. It's either Pat or Patrick or Charles, man. You can't double dip. Um, and, Ed, I did. I picked Adam. Obviously, as a joke, a shot at Randy there because. Obviously, I know Adam's <laughs> not going to be racing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, and, and that was that was the joke to last week's freaking podcast. Yeah, last right? week, so, I, I forgot about our our joke last week. All yeah, right, whether be whether be gave me a Patrick again. All right, man. Well, hey, that's going to do it for us. Uh, IBRL. No, no, Charles didn't pick his pack. Charles didn't pick. Anything. Yeah, he took Patrick. Oh, that's right. Oh. Dude, that's the hair dye. That is flat out the hair. I have been drinking, and I knew who he picked. You're killing me, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't never seen Randy look so sad. <laughs> hey, Charles, man. Hey, we appreciate you coming. Oh, oh, what? What? What was that? Defend yourself. I don't know. You were defending yourself. Oh, I, I was going to defend myself. Yeah. Listen, my daughter has a job with Disney. Okay. You told us. She, she leaves in two days. So jealous. All right. That's awesome. Dad is 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 having a melt meltdown. I mean, ah. I, I just I can't sleep at night. I'm just freaking out. So bear with me. At least I'm here. Unlike Carl and Nick. Well, Nick Nick had a perfectly acceptable excuse. His dog had a grooming appointment. That that was Nick's excuse. 
And if, if, you know, obviously in the, the team chat or the group chat, I was like, oh, that's a terrible excuse, right? Like, he at least said he had to wash his hair or something. Give me a classic, like. Yeah, really. <laughs> not my dog has a grooming appointment. But uh, anyhow, hey. Well, off because I got gigs and stuff. Yeah, right. Charles, man, we appreciate having you on, man. And uh, obviously, hopefully everything gets a little bit better in, the, in this this drama kind of dies down man and uh good luck to you this week and win one for me huh all right i'll try to <laughs> have a good night buddy see you charles all right well that'll do it for the ivrl let's go ahead let's take a quick minute break and let's hear from one of our sponsors hi i'm randy from the guitar attic can we be serious for a second are you tired of being a loser? Can't do anything right? Feel like everyone's coming down on you all the time? Well, there's a way out. And I'm gonna show you. Hey mom, look what I learned. That's right. Pick up a guitar, learn how to play guitar. Automatically you're gonna become a chick magnet. The ladies are gonna love you. Your kids are gonna think you're cool. So what you need to do is come down here to the Guitar Attic, 1672 and have Ridgewood Avenue in Daytona Beach, Florida, or go to guitarattic.com and buy yourself a guitar and automatically be the star of your neighborhood. That's guitarattic.com. All right, and we're back. Sorry for that delayed because I was reading a message. Um, real quick, very sober at this point. Well, yeah, soberish. Give me a minute. All right, give me a minute. I actually need to flip my light on so I can have uh, you know the brightness. You're, you're, eventually, you're currently rocking the Nick Adams. Eventually, Adams is working good for you right now, Larry. Eventually, I will have my lighting fixed in this room, but uh, for right now, until I get to that point. Um, so just real quick in the comments, Justin Anderson, that's going to become a new thing for Justin Anderson. It seems like, uh, if Randy, since I don't think you have the comments up, it says Larry remembered the guest pick and he finished third once his life's complete. So now mute his mic. Uh, <laughs> and, and we, and we would, but unfortunately Larry's in charge of this. So we can't can just mute us. <laughs> that's actually factual. Um, yeah. Tim St. Jean said, drinking some Canadian coffee, Larry. At Tim, I know you are. I am not. That's why I held the beer up. Um, I have this one right here. It's from one of our local breweries. It's actually Belgian Triple Ale. Uh, this is for the 13th episode of the show, getting away from some of the American beers. Uh, well, I guess this is American beer. I got some uh, German beer down here. Um, and... Uh, John said, is that what it's called now? Grooming the dog, huh? Who knew? That's that's pretty good. That's that's fun. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that one. So um, for tonight. I'm gonna groom the dog. I, I, I got I can never remember. Don Wright Corp. I know it's a business. Who are you again though? Because I can't remember they I know they don't have uh, Facebook and they comment based off of that. Um so I, I need the name again. I cannot remember for the life of me. I, I'm just waiting for Larry to have an aha moment. I won't have it. He, they'll... What? Take it's on me? Blake. 
Oh, it's Zedi. It's, like, it's Zedi. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> the pasta man. All right. Well, never mind. There you go. Um, all right. So, well, this is perfect that the pasta man is commenting, right? Because we are switching gears and we're heading to TNT. Uh, wonderful, wonderful TNT race for some, one not caution. for others. Yeah. One, one caution. Um, Randy, unfortunately, did not make it. But, uh, Randy, did you watch the broadcast? I actually did not. I Well, I watched the last part of it. I did watch the, the very end of it because I, I had to watch the guitar addict Chevrolet win the race. So I had to watch that. So I had to see, uh, you know, Tim take it home for the second win of the, the season. So, so I got I, I to I know, though, did you catch any of Andrew Burgess as the special guest commentator? No. No, I I did not, but I I'm sure that was uh, probably pretty good. Did you catch it, Josh? I did. How what, how do you think he did? I think he was quite good. Thank you. I thought the exact same thing. Love uh, the only the only thing I have, and it's not a complaint, is he's obviously Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> First hey? off. First off, I, that was one of the greatest things about this race, right? No offense, Josh. We'll get to that whole point here in a second. It's... The fact that Tim St. Jean won, not only would a fellow Canadian to Andrew win, as Andrew is the special guest commentator, he also won with one of Andrew's wheels. Yeah, he did. That's right. <laughs> I Andrew, thought... I guess, was his good luck charm. I absolutely loved it, man. It was, it was friggin' awesome, man. Um, I really hope that Andrew comes back and uh, does some more with us because it was just, it was awesome to have. He's such a great dude. He's slowly becoming one of my favorite people in the league. Andrew, just remember, if I'm out on a gig, you know, just hop in. If you see my post saying Psychoustic or whoever I'm with that week is off on a Thursday night, just pop in because uh, i'm sure uh, larry would love to have you again oh dude easily i even asked him after the race i was like man i was like i was like well how do you feel man he was like honestly and and i can't i i can't do his accent but he was like honestly i was pretty nervous at the beginning and i was like <laughs> i was like why were you <laughs> i was wondering about that yeah that, that's why we drink <laughs> I don't. I don't. It goes out the I, window. I, I don't during the uh, uh, the the or the race cast, but uh, you know, uh, yeah, I was like, that's pretty funny. He's like, I loosened up there at the end, man. I was like, you did good, man. I was like, it was. It yeah, was you could awesome. definitely tell that it was his first time, and yeah, as the race went on, he the flow became more natural. You guys kind of learned a little bit about what each other's rhythms were, and yeah, by the end, it was not just good. It was great. I thought it was, man. It was fantastic. It was a blast. Uh, had a lot of fun calling that with them. But let's talk about this race, shall we? So, uh, as you said, Josh, one early caution real quick, man. Um, one of our commenters out there, Mr. Uh, <clears throat> Lose my damn mind. Mr. Gordon. Mr. Wright. Mr. Wright. Uh, uh, real quick off that, oh, we were that, talking. that great flag, were man. You? My man forgot about these cold tires and took a hard left towards the wall. Scared the crap out of some drivers, man. And I'll tell you what, hey, David Wright, man, 
looked good in qualifying. I was excited for him, man. I, that that was going to be a great race for him if he didn't have that slight incident there. He, he's been looking, especially in the past two to three weeks, he's been looking very strong, and it's been great to see and also kind of scary. <laughs> well, by the time why, by the time why? that clicks in, he you should be gone. You shouldn't be in that league anymore. Uh, we're talking. I I honestly can see him challenging the top five about midway through the next season, Ooh, if like not that. earlier. That's good. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think he qualified like what sixth or seventh. Yeah, and like I said, that's Randy. That's why it's scary. Yeah, I don't need I, more competition. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! That's the problem. You just don't want anybody else to come knock you off your throne. Hey, John Gordon. Uh, John Gordon. Just we had look the, at results. He just had the perfect comment. He said Mario Kart. Like hey, he literally looked like he had a banana peel. Man, he just went. <laughs> he was gone. I was like, well, <laughs> there went that one, right? Like <laughs> eighth. He qualified eighth. So. Um, like I said, man, it, it, and, it, and it, it's not even about the qualifying position, but the time he wasn't far off of the top guys, not much at all, man. It was really impressive. Uh, so we look to see you turn that around, man. But, uh, one caution, the entire race, Josh, uh, what, what were the, what were the fuel runs like? I think Blake said somewhere around like 50 something. Yeah, it was about 50. If you were in traffic, you could probably get about 55. Which, in all honesty, that was a bit of a rarity this season with the ARCA cars, in that you actually had to pit for fuel. Right. Like, there was no way around it, and I love every time you guys talk about, well, they're going to stop for fuel, and I just laugh to myself on the inside, thinking... We could run the entire race and then about another 50% most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. And like it, it's, it all comes down to tires, and that's why I don't remember where it was. I think it was Iowa that, that it was no stop. Right, right. Because there was no caution. There was no reason to stop. And if, I'll be honest, today, or yesterday, yeah, I... If I could have made it all the way to the end on fuel, I would have thought about not stopping. Yeah. Well, and you, so we, we've seen some different pitch strategies. Randy, I, you know a lot about the undercut. You generally see guys, you know, running, you know, maybe second, third, try to undercut the leader, right? When, especially when you got green flag runs. They didn't. Josh was actually the first one to pit out of the group. So, sometimes it works, though. I mean, sometimes, you know, you pit a little earlier, and, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Well, specifically last night, Tim was back about four seconds. Yeah. I pitted at lap 35, I think it was. And he stayed out for another two to three laps. Yeah. And That's by weird. the time we cycled through and everybody got their pit stops, he was nine, behind, nine seconds behind. Yeah, and... But and that could be one of the things that you know me and Andrew was even talking about. You know, Andrew being one of the more senior guys of the you know one of the senior guys of the league. I don't want to call him more senior because I know there's guys a lot more senior than him in the league. But uh, you know, one of the senior guys in the league, he even said he was like, you know, when it comes to Tim, 
Tim's always really good on those long hauls, right? We, we normally don't see him with these quick bursts of speed, but he's that guy that's going to be consistently with his lap times, his tire wear, and everything like that. He's going to catch you in the end. Like, it's generally going to happen, right? Well, usually. And, uh, yeah, I think so, usually. Josh? And in the race chat, the thing was, I had he had uh, – Nick behind him and Nick was keeping track of where he was behind me and he was just like Josh he's catching you and I was just like okay yeah because I know that especially with Tim probably gonna happen after when you're going 45 laps on a stint yeah I mean you're not wrong and uh you, yeah. you know you said oldest guy old maybe one of the oldest guys I'm, I, I said I more. I said more might, senior. More senior. Okay, more senior. I, but then I, I changed I, that. I said senior, I, right? I think Tim is a senior. Well, no, I'm, I'm sure. I'm just talking about Andrew as far as in the league, racing with a lot of these guys, right? So Andrew was the one that I pointed out. So obviously, knowing that Andrew and Tim race a lot around each other, they kind of know that feel around each other, right? So. Uh, you know, we everybody, every driver has that tendency. One guy may be real quick off the burst, but doesn't conserve as much tires near that end. Some drivers they just are great on the long runs, like Tim, and that's what that's what Andrew was saying was like he's probably wanting to use up as much of his tires as he can. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, that was nice, bro. That was a that's that. Did you get anything on you there? That's that triple wow. ale, man. And yeah, you should be checking out the uh, baby's room to see if there's any spit up racks <laughs> in there. <laughs> Purely <laughs> a burp. Behind him. That, that Purely a burp. Purely a burp. Oh, and a lot, a, and a, and a lot of Olive Garden right there, man. A lot oh. of Olive Garden. Oh, are you really ready? You ready for this, Randy? The seafood Alfredo, too, man. <laughs> You ever see that? Well, Josh would know the mo the movie, the see, uh, forty year old version. Oh. <laughs> she's she's like, oh, the sea shellfish. Ed said, "I bet that smells like shit." <laughs> <laughs> Not Ed. It smells yeah. like freaking. It smells literally like seafood and freaking fettuccine or Alfredo sauce. Oh yes. God. So he's accurate. <laughs> oh, we—that's great. That's a great combo, man. That's a great combo. But uh, hey, hey, Tim even said he said I was, I was thinking about having fat, uh, you know, the fresher tires near the end, and that's also a theory, you know, a thought process, right? Josh's tires run off. Tim's got the fresher tires. He starts making that up on the back end. So yeah, I left a part of that conversation out. What ended up happening was, as Nick was saying that, I was just like, when he hits four seconds. That's when I'll actually push. Yeah, and uh, dude, you were on rails last night. It was uh, uh, kind of yeah. That was that was impressive to say the least. How how fast you were. Now, Randy, yeah, Randy, you was not there. Um, so just to brush up on this, and and this is we're not going to delve too deep into this as we talked about. Uh, from your point of view, man, what happened there at the front that caused you to have a mandatory pit stop for damage? So, I'll put it this way. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to preface this with, it's part of the reason why I do love the AOLL. Mm -hmm. is It is a very gentlemanly league mm -hmm. to where the person that we're about to Some. explain... Some. 
Some draw anyway. penises on the track after they win. Just kidding. Just kidding. Happy accidents. <laughs> happy accidents. That, that was a really happy accident, man. That was awesome. All right, it sorry. Go ahead. Happy. Sorry, go ahead. That was hilarious. But he reached out to me immediately after the race, apologized for what happened. And it's a beginner series, and he's one of those beginners. And basically, I was just like, look, when we get these kind of situations, normally this is what happens, and that's all it is. So to give you what the driver's perspective of what happened is I was coming up on lap traffic, yep. and generally within the TNT, it's you call out over the radio, say, hey, could you take this line while I'm coming up to you? Mm-hmm. I had caught him going into three and was just like, you know what, I'm going to wait until the front stretch. It's a safer place to pass. Ask the guy to go high. Apparently, he didn't hear me, and eh, that does happen. Now, tell everybody who that was. No, I'm trying to be a gentleman. He's trying to. He's trying to not name names. Yeah. Well, I kind of because know. <laughs> uh, you don't. You don't know from last night's conversation in the chat. See, you don't even. Read I the chat. just kid- no. I did read the chat. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. I'm just trying to bait. I'm throwing that little bait out there. I mean, the hook is trying to sink, but he's, he's he like ain't a going eel. to. He's not taking it. He ain't going to. He ain't going no. to. And essentially, as I was coming up, crossing the stripe, got, he was out in the outside lane, which is what I said. Yeah, if you could stay high. I come down, and then literally all my brain is as I'm moving down into the inside. Oh, shit. He cut me off. Evasive action. And there I went into the wall. <laughs> and I mean, he went right. It was, it was wild, man. That man said, and he was going into the wall. And, and and it was crazy because, as you know, being the commentators, we actually was not on Josh at that point in time. And all we seen was Josh coming down into the pits again. And we we're like, what just happened? And then we went back and looked. Then we seen the actual incident, and we we're like, ah. Oh. Mind you, we've seen worse, especially in the TNT. Um, for instance, uh, I can't remember who it was, what driver. I can't even remember who wrecked him, but it was the guy leading. He was leading the race, and the lapper come around. He was like, <laughs> put him right into the wall. Was like, was that the? Uh, uh, <sighs> was that back when uh, last hmm. season? Or, well, yeah, Dylan Johnson was leading. Yeah, he was trying to go around. He was uh, um, our big teddy bear. He was trying to go around him and got into him. Was it? I, I don't know. But that, I mean, it's stuff that we see that happen. I mean, but, uh, you yeah, know. And honestly, like, the only part that, like, I'm not mad about it. I, like I said, he reached out immediately. Yeah. It's somebody that I have helped before. And yeah. honestly, it's one of those things that, you know what? It's a beginner's league, so you have to take all of it with a grain of salt yeah absolutely and And again he did exactly what i would hope everyone would do in that situation apologize realize that hey i need to learn something ask the question so Mm. you can prevent it in the future and the only thing that makes me sad is unfortunately tim has more wins than me this season now hmm I told you that was going to happen, though. I did tell you that. I know. I told you, once Tim figures this out, you guys are in trouble. Well, That's why I was like, I reached out to him. There. 
He's uh, one of my favorite people to race around. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I, I had some good racing with him the other night running. I don't one well, of the I think it's a truck race, but I can't remember. Let's be real though. Real quick. Again, we we go down to it. Had the result stayed where it was for the season, I would be in first place by nine points and up nineteen points on second on third. And that's the, that's the hurtful and part. Oh, it's actually yeah. the exact inverse to where I'm in third. And we have Tim is on the verge of taking the win. Yeah, if you give me one second, I'm, I'm going to pull those two, points up and actually two points. tell you. Is it, yeah, two I points. think it is. Um, and and it's and again, I, I want to reiterate kind of what Josh was saying there. Not only, I mean, obviously, after watching that, Josh being a teammate, I knew that there was going to be some you know drama llama. Um, somebody's yeah. not going to be happy. And, you know, Josh, you know, right away, I said, he was like, hey, man, like, guys, he reached right out right immediately and apologized. And yeah, I appreciate that. So, you know, just, you know, at that point, he's just at that point, he's heartbroken. Right. And then not only after that, but then I know in the actual racing page, he even apologized on there. Now, that that says a lot about somebody. Right. He did a private apology and then a public apology. Now, and when you that's... think of guys that you can't even get an apology from, they just want to argue with you about an incident the entire time. That's huge. That's yeah, huge. And that's part of the reason why I absolutely love the league is, again, and even ended up chatting with Blake a little bit last night after the race. And all I told him was, yeah, I may not win the season. But damn it, I want that turtle. That's bro. That's it. That's it. Hey, Randy, are you going to be in full time next Thursday or uh, next season? Uh, what do you mean in? Like, are what you going to be broadcasting full time? Unless he's unless I decide to race in the TNT and switch divisions. Nope. See, stop, stop, stop. I can still run in the TNT. I want to officially run the TNT. Crap. I want to run TNT because I've never run it. That's the only league I haven't run in. Crap. So there are some. Things that I've heard some rumors that may happen. What's that? I'm no, because I'm not an authorized source. Oh, I already, I already know what you're. I know what's going on in that little brain of yours. I can see right through your beady eyes, buddy. I have Probably. a feeling some drivers are about to be moved out of the TNT. Well, I think some drivers do need to be out of the TNT. I think they're about to get kicked, booted, vamboozled. Carl, because okay. his headset can't so, be... Uh... Ah, Carl, man, <laughs> Carl. So Carl... He's not here to offend, defend himself. Carl... How could you do that? Hold on. He's just having the... Uh, he's having the same issue that a lot of people are having with VR and all of that Carl, stuff. Carl, though... God love Carl, right? Like, hey. he started second, was putting a lot of pressure on Josh, and they just had this fall off. We're just like, what the hell just happened to Carl? And then later on in the race, probably about halfway, I'd say about halfway through the race, out of nowhere, Carl just takes a left. It's just gone. Just left-hand turn. Gone. What the hell just happened to Carl? And he's driving like a drunk man trying to stay on the track. We're like, what just happened to Carl? I think even somebody had made the comment that the man's uh, wheel fell off of his desk. And now his VR headset died. 
VR died, and and that was it. Yeah, I I, heard, I saw the chat that uh, Carl was like kind of upset about everything right now in all the leagues. So, well, he's just had a very bad run of luck. Not and as bad as night, me. <laughs> and last night was one of those because we put in a lot of time and spent. We we actually practice outside of the AOL because. We now have our own resident alien of Josh Hanner and Chris Bassini, actually, to teach us some things. So we actually had them join us for a practice to teach us things. And both looked really strong going into practice and even mm. had... If you watch the race, we had a completely different line from everyone else, and it was so, the right line. So wait, tea time. So... There's the resident admin, and he threw a another admin of the league, and he threw a big shiner out there. And if that's the case, um, it looks like we're going to have a new host on Thursday nights, and I will be going to TNT. Did I miss that? What, what the heck's going on with that? What do you mean, what's going on with that? I mean... Are you going to go, you're going to drop, you're dropping, you're going to go racing? No, nah, I've actually been told I'm authorized to run Cup and TNT. Because so he's a I. recent graduate. No, 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 not because I was a recent graduate, but because I was a uh, provisionary, I don't even know how to say that word, move to Cup. Okay. So it was like, hey, he's good enough, but we need to see some more, so we'll moving but if he screws up we're kicking him back down i also would think that if you didn't race you aren't showing them enough so they'd move you back down to tnt i was gonna say see i should be moved down because i can't even run it i run in cup and i suck so bad i need to be running i probably need to be in not even tnt um, i probably need to be in the uh it's the hair like, dye man know, monday night uh myrtles you know the monday night Myrtle. The guys, hey can we get, can we get a league like that that'd be great Monday Night Myrtles. That's the, all the guys over 50. <laughs> Joe said, no idea what Larry is talking about. Maybe Blake Gordon can clear up what the hell you're talking about. Uh, that Joe, that was actually told to me by uh, Johnny Downey, what I just said. So just wow. throwing that out there. It wasn't even Blake that said that. He, he had actually told me, he was like, I, he was like, yeah, you can still run TNT if you want. And I was like, get out of here. He was like, yeah. And I was like, well, what the hell? I was like, I don't have access today. He goes, well, you need to talk to Blake about getting access to the league then. And I was like, son of a bitch. So I want to run in TNT so I can prove to him that uh, I can beat him under any circumstances. Because he seems to forget that the only full season that I ran in the TNT last year, I was like four places in front of him in the standings. Hey, hey Larry's not drunk yet. I'm only... About a beer so, and a half Larry, you're okay. So what we're gonna do? Well, I think what we're gonna do. You're gonna drop out of. You're not gonna be. You're gonna be calling Wednesday night still. This is just hearsay right now. We'll okay, see so what actually happens. We'll saying. see what actually happens. If what I think happens happens, I don't know. I may. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it offline. I'll switch to Wednesday night. And I'll race with you in Tuesday night too. Well, I had I had already planned on dropping Sunday night to run Wednesday night once these guys graduate up to Sunday nights. And then I'll move to Sunday night. You see what I'm saying? So, because obviously, obviously, we try. Let, let's put it this way: 
Larry's admitting he wasn't ready to move up to Cup. No, uh, you know, I'll say one thing. I I do enjoy Cup. cup. <laughs> no, I I enjoy Cup. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, the big thing is just terrible. The nah, well, yeah. Um, I, you know, right now the, the reason why you don't really see me racing is because it's just there's so much going on with this, right? Like. How many nights can I really take away from the family? So <laughs> I've kind of dropped racing so that way I can do this. I, I don't can tell you what bad when the kids have to come in during the podcast just to see their dad. Yeah, right? Like sitting in the back, just hanging out. Uh, but uh, no, nah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, we're going to talk Let, about let's, this. Let's move along and get. let's talk trucks. Which I talk trucks. I'm going to go take a quick uh, break because I'm four deep and got to pee. They're, so, not as, they're not as high alcohol contact as mine. So, And before we actually get to trucks, because Josh, because actually I like that you swapped it up there. Before we get there, um, the new point standings has Sean Carmody. He's leading 394. Tim St. Jean with that win, that bumped him up to 392, and he's sitting in second. So he is only two points out from your leader. And then Josh, unfortunately, with those – very very sad uh issues he drops to 375 that pushes him back to third carl's still holding strong there in fourth but cody leland right on his tail in fifth at 325 so um, all right we, we did get the request for picks and i'm fine with that but i'm gonna go last you're gonna okay. go last okay I'll all right the swatter i'll go first reverse all right so where are we racing where are they racing this week i can't even USA remember international. usa international tim st jean mm. Hmm. Uh, Leland, he he likes those short tracks, man. He's really good at using that low, low line to to pull him around those corners. So, all right, good fight. So, bear with me. All right, Cody Leland is going to take out Tim Saint Jean three <laughs> times, so both of them finish in fourteenth and thirteenth. Then John is going to take out Tim three times, so they are twelfth and eleventh. So I can win. So wait, what about Carmody? You need Carmody to or to wreck at Carmody's some point. Carmody's going to drop out. He's the one you got to worry about. He's going to win the whole thing. Well, if, if, not, if Tim, not if Tim's got something to say about this. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying if Tim's already taken out because he already said Tim's going to be taken out, but he didn't say anything about Carmody. Carmody. Nothing about I'm Carmody. I meant to say Sean. <laughs> So what you're, no, saying, I, it, what you're saying, there's going to be some Endeavor on Endeavor crime come this uh, Thursday. No, in all honesty, I my true honest-to-goodness pick, Call it's actually it's going to be Carl. I've raced with him so many times at USA. I know he's great at this track, and he's motivated. If his headset Tim, don't die. Tim just sent me a text. I've already run 1,014 laps this week just for that race. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> okay, I want to actually see that text. I want to see that text. That's not showing me nothing, Randy. <laughs> hey, look. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm trying to get it in there. I can't get it to focus, but that's it. Yeah, moving around doesn't help it focus, buddy. Look. <laughs> can't with this guy and i actually do have an honest to goodness thing and it does actually go along with something in the comments right now yeah 
I'm going to say that this is going to be the highest finish by Dave Wright this week. I just seen that comment, and I, first off, I want to say I love the attitude. I love the uh, fire that this dude's got, and I love the growth that he's showing. So, uh, man, I, I really hope it is. I, I've, dude, I'm rooting for you, man. I'm rooting for you. I hope it is. What about is Scarello going to be back? I know he's uh, Shirello is in the uh, chat with us. So they are talking uh, that Shirello and a lot of these guys that we've seen very sparingly this season will be back full time for season three. So we look forward to that. Obviously, no break after this week for the TNT. They are going straight into season three. And once they hit season three, man, it's going to be on because you guys will be running 20 races, five drops. Uh, there's going to be no more provisionals. It, it's, hey, if you screw up five races, man, you can drop those points. But that's it. I love it. I love it. This is the first time the AOLL's done it. And I hope, I hope that we, uh, it, it, this works out because I, I love that format. Sounds great. I may actually miss a race now because. Yeah, there's been a few Thursdays I probably shouldn't have run. Hey, you're going to be in Cup anyway, so you ain't even going to be running Thursdays. Yeah, exactly. Not not after this season, but right. next season. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick short break, man. We're going to come back. We're going to start talking trucks and Cup. So let's take a word from our sponsor. The AOLL Racing League began racing in the early 90s with Papyrus's NASCAR Racing and has grown over the decades now racing on the iRacing platform. The AOLL has three divisions, the TNT Series Developmental Division for our beginners and those getting back into racing, the Cup Series for our veterans and Class A licensed drivers, the Sportsman Division racing the Gander Outdoor Trucks with drivers from the TNT and Cup Series. You can catch all of the AOLL action here on Ghostfire Media. All right, and we're back. And if you can't tell by the screen right now, I'm the only one here. Everybody else had to pee. Um, they got baby bladders. Uh, so we're going to make that switch over to the truck series. And uh, excuse me, with the truck series, Blake Gordon, your winner this week, followed by Joe Dinsmore. We had Justin Anderson in third, Greg Wellen in fourth, and Sean Carmody in fifth. Andrew Burgess ran in sixth, seventh, Gary Winters in eighth, Blake Zidi, and then Brandon Bernhardt in ninth, and Brian McFerrin in tenth. And I'd keep going down this. Like I wanted to just say Tim St. Jean in eleventh, but I, at that point I was running down the whole field. So uh, we're just going to – I made that, that, that you know mention, but haha. Um, it was a wild race, unfortunately, that uh, a lot of CCR didn't make it. Pacini didn't make it. The uh, You wasn't even there, right, Josh? I don't think you made it. No, I've been prepping to leave for vacation on Sunday, so oh. unfortunately, everybody has to hear Carl alone all night on Sunday, which, eh, that'll act, he'll actually be fine. Yeah, but, he'll be yeah. all right. Um I actually might join Carl because, like I said, I don't know if this laptop will actually run iRacing, so I may just jump in with him and just call the race with him. They ain't got to be by himself. I don't know. We'll talk. But uh, as we stated, man, Blake got that win. Yeah, I, I, I want to say, was that, is that his second win in a row in the truck series? Am I thinking that correctly? 
Uh, I don't. Why did I go to TNT? What a dummy. Uh, well, sportsman. Uh, it is. It was. It, it's a second win in a race. He took the the win at uh, the uh, Twin Ring of Motegi Oval. So that is his second win in a row, and uh, it was a heck of a race for him, right? Like that, that was a solid race that you actually, if you sit back and watch it, a lot of good racing. No, that was it was easily one of my favorite that I got to watch and didn't have to sit and cringe at my own actions during it. Right, 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 right. It was uh they they ran a very solid race the truck guys and not everybody did. <laughs> yeah, I did see Randy Pepper left quite early. I left well, one of the things. Okay, so I have to explain the reason I was on my roof. I was trying to do John Gordon, but... Um, yeah, 64 laps you know, down, huh, buddy? Okay, so what happened with me <laughs> is there was there was something going on. I don't... You guys couldn't see this, but... John Gordon said I, I wasn't there. He was 39 laps down. <laughs> <laughs> but these guys were getting booted out of, the, out of the, the race itself. I was like, why are these guys just dropping off? So I'm reading this on the top of the screen, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Well, as I'm reading this... All of a sudden, Kevin Haas comes up, like, barreling behind me. And I'm like, oh, crap. And I just jumped it to the left and into the inside wall I went. And over I went. I was like, so after that, I came back. And then Tim got into me. And that was it. I, was, I had already used all my fast repairs. And I, I was out of it. So I said, nah. Little guitar addict, guitar, guitar addict crime, huh? Yeah, but he doesn't run, run the guitar attic. He runs Mountain Dew in the uh, truck. Uh, so. We don't sponsor him in the trucks. He only, he's the only sponsored in the TNT. Real quick, I just want to point out there. This beer, I don't know if you can see that, apparently won the bronze award in the World Cup of Beer. That's a thing. You know what? Your yes. your beer looks a lot like my phone. You can't see what it says. World yeah, Beer Cup. Yeah, we can't Cup. read it. We can't read it when it's three inches from the camera. You got to move back, buddy. Keep going. Keep, Keep going. going. Keep going. Getting hey, better. Oh, oh, it's almost there. Almost. We can make out your little visitor better than we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did Randy say? My, I spend so much time away from my kids, they have to sneak in here with Dad. When he's yeah, in here doing the podcast. This, this is quality daddy and daughter time right now. You hey, just did back to hey, the chair. Hold on, and hold I'm stuck on. on here. You don't worry about it. I'm baby daddy. Don't worry. I'm a baby daddy. Yo, I want to point out that <laughs> it says Justin Anderson said, Larry, the beer only took third because other beers took a provisional. <laughs> I was I was honestly I all I got was Larry the beer only took third. I was waiting for that's Larry's beer right there. That's a third place freaking beer. I, I'm glad I, I, I did not make that connection. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to point out that I, I try to be good on this podcast, right? You know, like, we need to get Justin back on here, man. We do. It's a lot of fun. We do. I, I want to point out that I try to be good on the podcast real quick, you know, with my drinking. Tim's over here yeah. says, bottle's not empty. But I, I get egged on to drink around here. But anyway. One's not empty. Both because, of we, empty. because we enjoy Larry O'Patrick. 
Oh, I good day, Mike. But anyways, hey. hey. So uh, it was a good race. It was a solid race. There was a lot of fun out there. Um, the the truck series has been uh, we, we talk about it all the time. It's been constantly offering some of the best racing. Personally, I think that the TNT has been the best series by far. Mm. Oh, there it is. But uh, oh god, you got to stop doing it on the air. You're killing me, man. <laughs> do that i just want to throw up you should smell it those are are so bad (laughs) but anyway i can can smell the shellfish you can smell the shellfish shellfish. and you also get to hear even more clarity (laughs) in it with this new microphone yeah right right you know i don't know what's worse him doing that on the mic or seeing your thing pop up and doing this little squirrely thing. <laughs> the cat's tail. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it, the like you said, I think the TNT has been offering the best racing. Uh, whether it be just, you know, one caution, caution-free races, and, and really some exciting races, um, as opposed to the Truck Series or the Cup Series. But the, the Truck Series, man... Watching that merger between the Cup and the TNT has just been phenomenal all season long, and and it goes to show here, right? I mean, uh, Carmody getting fifth. Uh, I think Gary Winters a TNT driver. He took seventh. Blake uh, Pasta, man, taking you know eighth. And you know, so it, the the TNT guys are really showing a little, you know, a little bit of what y'all got. Right, like, oh, and that's the point of it. Is so everybody gets used to running together, and so it's not complete culture shock once we do hit cup. And I do want to point out that you may say the best racing, the tail end of every cup race for the past few weeks has been some of the closest, the most you know nail-biting. And honestly, it's been fantastic. This week, we got to watch Steve Gottschalk and Blake go at it for a little while. Unfortunately, at that point, Hanner had kind of checked out a little bit, but still, the battle for second was long, drawn out, and hard fought. Well, and, and that's one thing I was about to say that... It, Kind of like you said, I'm talking about as a whole through this year, right? 2021. The whole whole thing, too. I was going to say, from top to bottom in the field, the truck field is probably the most competitive of all of them. The the cup division, you have a select seven, maybe six, seven guys that you know are going to run really close to each other. And then in the back, you'll have, you know, sporadic whatever. Yeah, but I mean, I also agree with what Josh said. We see with Cup right now, yeah, even when Hanner was checking out at that last race, that uh, the fight for second, third, fourth, fifth was just huge, right? Like, that was, up until Hanner actually got away from those guys, I honestly thought that we were about to see one, two, three, four, five, six, like at least six guys battling for the lead. 
like just... which we saw two weeks ago exactly so and it was a tight battle for the last five laps and you didn't know who was going to be one two or three almost like and... a, a restrictor plate race right like yeah it's pretty freaking wild but in all honesty if we're talking trucks right now it's it really is we're starting to see and unfortunately wednesdays is the night that i have a tendency to drop off so i don't get to really count myself in this but you're really starting to see the next generation that's about to come up from mm -hmm. tnt to where you have sean you've got blake or if you go back two weeks bless you sean and blake were six and seven right if we go back a week prior to that, barring the interesting things that happened, you had me and Sean running in the top six right. until things took a turn. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's really starting to go that way. And then you've got guys like David who have... He shows up every week. Right. And if nothing, he's getting to run a more powerful car, which is in turn helping him when he comes back to TNT because... Clarify the David, man. you got to remember we got multiple. DeParis. Right. right. Oh, okay. DeParis. Oh, okay. okay. Well, we'll pull and up, guys. On that, David. Randy. All right, I, I will agree with David Wright. We, David we Wright. Need no, 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 Randy. That that was David DeParis, right? That the wheel fell off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had and, Randy on. That shit was funny. And until he comes back, we need to make fun of Dan for the back of his chair falling off in the fun race and spilling his. Ah. Uh, so did I tell you guys that I talked to Dan the other day? No. So I had to message him. I was like, "Where the heck is Big Redman, man?" Like. Um, you know, so I messaged him, and, and to be exact, uh, Dan said, let me pull it up, give me two seconds, he had said that uh, this was, that he, he normally apparently takes normally the summer off of uh, racing, because this is his time to go golfing and ride his motorcycle. <laughs> so, I can give him that one. Um... This is apparently why we have not been seeing Big Red on the track. Uh, if Big Red ever does to listen to this, man, we miss you. Obviously, I would hope you would realize that when I message you randomly, and we hope we come back here soon, huh? I miss him more because I, I miss getting to see the the Big Red guitar attic truck and car out, you know, up towards the front. So I'm missing my sponsorship. Well, I think, I think it's hilarious that it's literally the smallest freaking logo you can possibly put on a vehicle. It's, a, it's, it's still there. Size. It's still there. It's also a full on the hood. Oh, is it full on the hood now? I had yeah, the whole, yeah, the whole hood is still guitar riding. They, so. Uh, yeah. so, yeah, he said... He said that I don't do a lot of racing in the summer because of golf, riding the Harley, and local racing. He said, unfortunately, though, he did he did tell me that he fell last week and broke his arm. So, uh, yeah, I heard about that. He said I was going to try to race, but it's uh, hard to drive and shift with one arm. So hopefully yeah. he gets well here soon. So. Yeah, that does not sound like a pleasant combination at all. No, no. 
you know, that's what happens when you swing that club against a tree. Yeah, <sighs> yeah that could happen. Let's Wait, talk a no, little. Um, so let, let's do it. Let's do. I mean, we didn't have a really, honestly, a whole lot to talk about with trucks. Let's let's get some picks for trucks. Uh, I guess I can start this time. Go, Josh. Where are they Me, racing? The, where are they racing this week? Me, Josh. Me, Josh. Um, this is Talladega. It is. It is. Oh, and, it's the and, great equalizer. Well, and here it is. I can't pick. I can't pick uh, uh, Adam because he's not racing. Right? Can't can't pick him. Yeah. He's not racing. So I'm gonna tell you what, man. Um, I'm gonna come out here. I'm gonna go out of left field, and I am going to go with Jason Swan because this is the first comment I have seen from Jason Swan in the podcast. And thank you for joining us tonight, Jason. And we hope you, you know, love it and everything like that. He did say a great job on the podcast. Uh, Thanks for all that you guys do for the league, man. So I'm going to say Jason Swan, man's first comment I've seen from the man. So I'm I'm going, Jason. I can't go, Adam, because Adam's not here. So go, Josh. All right. I I get to get in trouble for this one. I'm going to go with Chris Pacini. That's a good beer. (laughs) that was unfortunately timed where i think i couldn't decide if you were actually talking about the beer or if you were talking about you accidentally were saying beer when you meant no no i need to try the second place beer i need to see if it's truly better than the third place (laughs) anyway chris is a good driver but this beer is even better No, I, hey, I tell you what, man. I love Chris Bassini, man. He's a super nice guy, the, man. The only reason I know I say that is I know him and Hanner are right now running in a super speedway only league together. Yeah. So those two are going to work together, and then it's just going to be a fight for who actually gets to win. Um, I want to point out one thing. Where is the VRS? Okay, anyways, go ahead, uh, Randy. Uh, oh boy, you know it's a crapshoot. It's one of these races, just a crapshoot. And just, uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to go with uh, this. Would be kind of a weird pick. At least y'all would think it will be Johnny Downey. Hey, but I think that's hopefully he's pick. racing. Hopefully, I mean, if he's racing, if yeah, if he's racing, yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick it. If Johnny is not racing. Adam Wood. Oh wait, Adam Wood's not gonna be there either. <laughs> You can't um, even pick me because no, no, no. I, I don't, I don't know if Johnny's racing or not, or, or going to be racing if or not. I, if racing, I'm picking Johnny. Yeah. If Johnny is not racing, I'm going to go with uh, Justin Edwards. Justin Edwards. Yeah, I know some of you guys. What I raced with him the other night. He, mm-hmm. he was really strong. So, oh, I'm not, I'm not by by any means. Am I not going to dog a pick, man? That's. Unless you oh, pick, it, in, unless you pick Randy Pepper, I might dog that one. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I didn't pick myself for a reason. <laughs> I, I'm most likely to be on my roof. That's the, the only. Oh, Ed said Johnny's out this week. Johnny is out this week, according All to right, Springer. So. All right, so Justin Edwards is my pick. I, I want to point one thing. I want to say one thing real quick. Ed, you're out there. You're listening. Two-time guest, if I'm thinking correctly, on this podcast. Love having you on. Great individual, great person to talk to. I will never pick you in any of these because you are a Clemson fan and you continue to have Clemson as your profile picture. The day you change that, I may pick you. 
Do you realize he also has a little uh, the South Carolina thing on you know the Palmetto um, Race on track, and he's got he's got he had a freaking Clemson car at one point. <laughs> like, I remember that tracking all. You know, I'm an Ohio State fan. If it's never you know, if you ever have a question, I ain't saying you got to put on your car, Ed. Just no Clemson. Just take Clemson off for one week, and I'll pick you. Uh, so with that being said, we're gonna we're gonna strike that reverse that we're gonna hit to cup. Uh, we are hitting the cup at nine twenty seven ish. We are like I said uh, early um, because we are gonna talk about the new league and they should be here around nine thirty nine forty. So I want to make sure we all allocate them proper time. Uh, so we're gonna talk cup now. And this man just said, "Suck, guys." I'll never pick him now. Ed, you kill me, man. Absolutely killing me. All right, so the Cup Series. By the way, Ed, we squashed you guys in the uh, <clears throat> last time we played you guys. Uh, uh, so, Texas. Good thing Hot Carl's not here. Texas Motor Speedway. Hey, this was a blast of a race. Um, I did actually catch a lot of this. I sat down and, and watched a lot of this while I was just hanging out on the couch. And uh, Hanner, man, I picked him. He always says he listens to this because he wants to hear Sausage Larry's pick because I always pick him. And he hasn't let me down, right? Like, I when I took Hanner, I said, I look at the the stats from the last few races. This dude has been amazing at, like, a mile and a half tracks, right? And he showed it again. That's so, why I take the time to learn from him. No, absolutely. Well, I don't give VRS from him either. So, anyways, I'm just digress yeah that's carl that's carl that's not him well you know um so he has been just on rails man uh one of the new guys that that came into the league ran in the trucks or yeah trucks for a couple weeks and then they bumped him up to cup i mean obviously with his i rating and everything like that safety rating they weren't gonna let him come tnt that was not a discussion put him in trucks Show us what you got in trucks, and we'll bring you up to cup. They made the right decision, I believe, after what four weeks, Josh? Was it four it was weeks? A few more. A few he, more. He wasn't he, he was part of the reason why we uh, now have the rule of it, it actually being four. But, ah, okay. And but no, he he came in, and honestly, I when he first joined, I actually spotted for him for a few officials and. Holy mother, I was watching him dominate 5,000 IR official races. And I just sat there and was just like, oh, you're coming into the pits and you only want outside tires? Okay, I'll check the button for you. There was nothing I could do other than tell him if he was actually clear of someone. And, yeah. Yeah. So, he's... He's been on rails since he's been in this in this league. Um, again, I, I'm just going to point this out. This is another reason why I took him. One, two, three, four, five. He's got five wins in the last seven weeks. Those tracks being Talladega, Kansas, Darlington, Charlotte, Texas. I, my question is, and this is to Randy because you're old. At what point do we start looking at, could this be the next alien? Could he Could he supersede? You know, Blake was from Mars. Is this dude from freaking Pluto? 
Like, is he from Pluto? You're reading my mind, Larry. We're on the same telepathic communication radio. That's scary. Because I was thinking the same exact thing. Uh, I I will give you one easy answer on that. Look at the results from Circuit of the Americas. Coda. Justin Anderson. That also happened to be a week that Blake was out. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's honestly going to be the biggest way for us to make that differentiation is Blake is fast anywhere you put him. Mm -hmm. Hanner's fast on an oval. Okay, but answer me this. First off, I'm looking right now. He finished eighth at at Coda. Mm -hmm. All right, I would agree with you that Blake is fast anywhere we go. But do you give somebody that would you call? All right, would you? I'm going to put this in football perspective real quick. Would you say that Tom Brady is better than Peyton Manning? Tom Brady being Blake Gordon, Peyton Manning being Hanner. By the way, I like I like uh, Peyton Manning more. That's the reason why that's Hanner. Um, <clears throat> not that I don't like Blake, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Teammates, I guess. <laughs> right. So, would you would you seriously sit there and say that if you know it, he's a better you know person, if he's got more total wins, but would you say, but you know, this dude wins at these, you know, he just finishes better at every course. Does that make sense? So well, you got this guy that's dominant. Be- if 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 Hander comes out and wins every race, but he comes out and he runs Coda. And he runs freaking Watkins Glen and stuff like that, but he's finishing in top ten, as where Blake is winning him, or he's finishing top three. Would you really it, still say Blake's better? Uh, he's better at road courses. I give you that, but I wouldn't say that he's better because if Harris winning every freaking road or you know oval track. But I'm going to throw out that the alien is doesn't necessarily mean the fastest on ovals this league is set up to where if we were talking it was 50 50 oval and road the overall points would would be no contest yeah blake would probably but that's that's what i'm saying so when you look at it as a whole nascar's not a in this series is not a road course heavy series we can't sit there and Wait say that. next year. Now I'm going to go ahead and tell you right year. now. I'm looking at the don't, – don't think that I'm ignoring you guys in the comments. I'm reading every comment that's coming through. There's some people that's got something to say about this. Dinsmore, he's not going to freaking let his name drop. And I know I Justin didn't. Anderson's not either. And I wasn't that, – that was the biggest thing that if, if we honestly <laughs> look around the league and you want to call say that, okay, yeah. we give Hanner that alien title, yeah. Yeah. there's a few other people yeah. – that we would need to throw into that exact conversation. You've got somebody like Dan Shirley, who's absolutely rocking it on just about every track. We've had a resurgence in Joe Dinsmore since he's gotten his brake pedal fixed. We have Justin Anderson that before Hanner joined, you couldn't mention Blake without also throwing Justin into the same conversation. So... Joe just said, I can't wait to see what happens to the speed when they can't practice. Um, and then Justin said, just to be clear, I'm not trying to dishandle it in any way. Uh, first off, I don't, want, I don't want anybody to think out there that we're, we're making it sound like anybody's dissing anybody. I, I, what I'm saying is that, first off, Justin 
Anderson is not going to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, these guys are the greatest. Like, hey, man, I got something to say about this. You know what I mean? Like, Justin Anderson in his own right is phenomenal. Um, and Joe Densmore, um, and the same thing with Joe. I don't want anybody to think that they're being disrespectful. But to, to what Joe says, lot, huh? I picked Joe a lot for a lot of races. Well, so check this out. Justin's drives with a play, pick a play, and straight. <laughs> that's funny. Um, so not not the latter of those. I know he got those upgraded. So he just said, "I can't wait to see what happens to the speed when they can't practice." That's what Joe said. Here's my thing with that. All right, so speed. Is that going to happen? Practice, I apparently I don't know. I mean that's that's one of your admins, man. I mean maybe there's a little nugget there. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you right now, can you not practice? Think about that. Can can I sit there and say that you can't practice? You can't get on your game. You can't get out there, learn tracks, anything like that. You cannot learn them with a setup. But how many custom setups do we get? Who's testing these setups? So answer me this. If, if we are now going to go to a series of no longer being able to practice, you're going to come out, you're going to qual, and then you're going to race. Or even that you're only going to get an hour of practice before qual then race. So it kind of, you know, levels it all out. Who's testing these setups to say these are good setups for that track? And is that giving them an unfair advantage towards the races? No, I, I'm going to say no, it doesn't give them a, an advantage. Because we saw that with Johnny Downey uh, mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago when he came to the race. And he goes, I made this setup and I, I, don't, even, I don't even know how to drive it. So I, I don't yeah, think that so. That was Motegi and A, first off, I still think that. Setup was amazing, <laughs> but no, and like that's the big thing is Hanner's winning a lot of races right now. He's got a lot to prove because he's got a lot of points to make up to make it into the hey, chase, and he's only got eight more this weeks. Right here? If he wants to make he the chase, and he came in halfway through that, right? So he's, he's just trying to make that point, Crazy, and. Huh? You know, so that, it, that's really all it comes down to. If he doesn't make the chase, I'll be surprised. We, I, I've run the numbers, and it's got to be tight. And Ed, tight. Ed was just clarifying, hey, that's not what he's talking about. There's no plans to cut off practice, so don't worry about that. I appreciate that uh, that clarification, Ed. Joe's talking about the guys that have a ton of time to practice on, uh, the tracks. And that's fair enough, but, I mean, obviously we can't restrict that to people like you – like Josh uh, alleviated to earlier, these dudes are running right now. Pacini and Hanner's out racing right now. There's guys that yeah, run. Yeah, but they're, they're running a league that is right. super speedways only. To where is that going to benefit them in the trucks this week? Probably. What I would what I want to know is because I'm going to tell you right now. Every time I've popped in practice, you know who I haven't seen in practice. Hanner. Because he's a busy man. Exactly. So. When is he practicing to get this speed? <laughs> like, this man. <laughs> so, if you actually want to go back to this race, and I'm going to divulge, not information, but Chris Pacini ended up joining late. Mm -hmm. So, he actually couldn't get into run. So, he actually just ended up essentially being the crew chief for Hanner. On the first stint, he oh, was Sorry, slow. sorry. When he sit? I believe Hanner said that he wasn't feeling well. He was going to race, but he wasn't feeling well. 
Was that was it, that a correct it statement? Maybe been what it was. I don't. Remember. That's what I'm tracking. That's what was in the race or the team chat. And you know, I know what oh, you're about that, to say now. Yeah. But I know what you're about to say now. But essentially, what it was, and this is something, and I'm actually going to loop this back to TNT for a second. From having him in, watching, being crew chief, spotter, he noticed something that could improve Hanner's laps that he was mm -hmm. doing on entry to turns. Yep. Suggested it. Hanner tried it, and that's where he ended up pulling away. And we go back to the TNT race this past week. That was why we were strong, is because we took the time and actually leading into chatting with the fuel guys, Carl, Nick, and I actually ran a league race with them at Atlanta in the ARCA cars. And those guys taught us a line that we did not think because you would think that at Atlanta, if you get yourself down to that white line, get a strong straight line off of every turn. No, it's you come down to the scene. Yeah. You Absolutely. don't you don't come all the way down. Carl was running up against the wall, which is what those guys were running. But it really just comes down to having the support group around you. Well, Blake said exactly. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Finish. Sorry, I apologize. Oh, you can go ahead and say because you were going to say what I was going to. Yeah. Um. I, and and to caveat off what exactly what you just said, Blake had literally told me, you, and Nick after last night's race that. He had told his team that CCR was about to have the advantage because he was like, you guys can't run this low line. That's not going to be the line. And sure enough, these guys come in. And, and the reason why they didn't, and I'm tracking this. Again, I, I'm part of their team. I may not show it all the time, but I'm there. I, I read all the chats. Um, they had said that we're going to do a solo practice. Because there's a line that we don't think anybody's going to see, and we want to make sure that when we jump in, it's not divulged to everybody. So they came running that higher line. It wasn't the highest line. It was Carl just was. slightly... Well, yeah, Carl. <laughs> it was just slightly above that little mark there in the corner, right? That that crease. And that's what they came in doing. And Blake was like, I try to tell you that this is that that line that you think's the line. It's not the line. And, and it was the only wild. reason I took it is we ran Atlanta in the trucks. And it was one of my best finishes. And I specifically remember Blake ended up behind me for a little while. And then all of a sudden, Blake, and it wasn't me forcing him up. Here's Blake just blowing past me on the outside. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, maybe there's something to this. And towards right. the tail end of the run, I kind of figured out what they were doing, moved myself up, and suddenly I was faster, my tires weren't as warm, and I did the same thing. I yeah. actually, I was running, I think, 14th or 15th, and I just kind of got bored and left. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, know, I don't. I just. I. I don't know why. I just. I'm riding along, and I'm like, okay, no, you're gonna lap me soon. So, ah. so I want to go ahead. Uh, first off, as Joe just said, uh, good race at Texas past weekend. Completely agree, Joe. 
It was awesome racing, man. I enjoyed watching it from the outside looking in. We're going into Talladega this week. Ultimate no, Equalizer, no, we don't... Oh no, no, no. Oh, excuse no, me, excuse me. Come. That's truck, 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 truck. Sorry, 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 sorry. We're going into, um, yeah, Nashville Super Speedway. Um, I stayed on the trucks uh, for the uh, uh, Dan Lisa because I wanted to answer a question in the comments that I got uh, from Derek Schilling. Derek Schilling did ask, hey, can I make the points chase um, still uh, in the in the Sportsman Series? Derek, you currently are sitting at 104 points, and you have to make, I believe it is the top 18 from what I'm looking at uh, in the uh, series, and 18th is at 481, so you've got a, quite a fight. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six, Not seven, quite a few weeks. eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, about 13 before that starts, so... Um, is it possible? Yes. It's going to be a fight, though, man. So Here's the simple thing, though. is It's not like with the chase with this league, it means, okay, I'm not racing anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just avoid the guys with a C next to their name. Yeah. So you can still run. Yeah. yeah. Just stay away from me. You'll be fine. Absolutely. I guarantee you this Larry Patrick guy that's sitting at 205 points and in 40th, uh, you're going to pass him. So you at least got one spot coming to you, buddy. I was going to say, I'm probably only going to end up running about half of what's left due to work schedules, so I'm in 15th. I'm going to be an easy one to pass, too. That's terrible. Yeah, I, I won't be to half of those either, so don't worry. So we're hitting Nashville Super Speedway, so a track nobody really knows. Um, I'm sure that there's some that may have practiced, some that may have not. Joe Dennismore put in the comments, I haven't even downloaded the track yet. So And practice Ooh, was... Yep. Thursday night, so that tells you how much people are and practicing. And Tuesday. You're going to like it. And Tuesday. I think this is going to be one that Joe is going to excel at. Yeah, I, I was, this is one track. I, I Once I ran it, I said, I kind of want to run this track. But unfortunately, my, my daughter is moving, and I actually have a gig that night. So <laughs> John Gordon said it's a left turn. <laughs> hey, so... Let's go ahead. Oh, I want to grab. I want to grab picks on this, um, just in the sake of keeping stuff random. I'm going to start again, but this time we're going to go to Randy, and then we're going to hit uh, Josh. So, uh, for my pick on this one, I'm going to disappoint my teammate because I have taken the last few weeks, and he has won. But being this, uh, this is a random track, and. There's not much known about it. I, I've got to go a little different. So, um, Justin Anderson, man, have a day. I'm taking you, buddy. Uh, you stole my pick. I was going to go with Justin Anderson. <laughs> you can still take oh. it. I, I'm I, I'll take Justin. So, but you and me are both going with Justin Anderson. I'm, I'm thinking Justin yeah. Anderson's going to win this week. I just I like Justin Anderson at this track. Look, and he even said, even hold on real quick. He even said it's a fun track to drive. See that that yep. that's that crap. Yep. I told that's you. what I said. <laughs> I, I like the track myself. I thought it was fun to drive. So yeah, have a day, buddy. Have a day. I'm gonna go with exactly what we were discussing at the very beginning. We've seen an emergence of Joe Dinsmore. This is a track that I think is going to suit his driving style. I'm gonna go with Joe. Good pick. All right. Well, Joe Dinsmore. Even not owning the track at this point. <laughs> hey, Massey did that the other night in IVRL. Did, had... This one? Yeah, the blue one. All right. So All right. let's go ahead and make a 
quick jump since Larry's more interested in beer than transitions. I gotta, I gotta figure out which one I want. I mean, you guys are still talking, so yeah, we're gonna make that it's jump. The... We're heading we are over actually... to. You know what? I, I was gonna throw it out because Josh. I'm the one that actually runs with these. Well, guys. I was very say here real quick before you keep talking. Let me shut up, Josh. I want you to give uh, my guy the introduction. I'll pull him in. But give my guy the introduction. Josh runs this league and knows way more about this league. So, know nothing about it. So it's all you guys. Oh well, no, you, I still want you involved because there's questions, right? So this is a new league for anybody out there. This is a new league that we will be calling, I believe, mid July, called Fuel. We are super excited about it. We've got to meet these guys. We got to talk to the admins, and they are great. We see some of the work they're already doing, but as like I alleviated before, Josh, I'm going to let you explain more about this league, and I want you to give this man a good introduction. So, Josh, go right ahead. So, our next guest is actually Will Roberts. He is one of the admins for the Fuel Racing League. They reached out to us, and honestly, this is an amazing league to run with. They have... All right, they make me feel real slow. (laughs) And I mean real slow. Granted, the last two races that I've run, I've ended up in 10th, which I have no idea how. But, no, this league, it's... I would, for everybody that listens, it's kind of right between where the AOLL and the IVRL is to where it's really competitive, but at the same time, there's a lot of focus on respect. Mm. There's you yeah. you don't want to get too many people a little angry, but no, it's been a delight to run with them for the past few weeks. And so, since we got him here with the camera, which is hey, looky there, howdy, we'll hey, we'll, we'll go ahead and. Will, give us a little bit about yourself. Well, howdy. Uh, I'm Will Roberts. Uh, I'm the owner at Fuel. Um, it's a little pet project I started now a little over three years ago. Uh, I've been on been on iRacing now for coming up on, it'll be 10 years in October. Um, sim racing for a few years longer than that. I started on 2K2 and R-Factor and all that. Um, yeah, and Fuel. So Fuel. It is ultra competitive. I feel slow as well. Um, have for three years now. Um, we run the Xfinity car Monday nights. We've been running Tuesdays up to this point, but for various reasons, one of them I'm starting a new job, which I just got home for. Sorry for being late. Nah, man, you're good. We run long anyway. Yeah, so... <laughs> Every night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we run Mondays, um, nine o'clock green flag, it, it, Xfinity car. I think I already said that, and we run anywhere, real tracks. I can't really say fake track because they're all kind of real in some sense. But yeah, we'll run them just about anywhere. Um, ultra competitive. Our strength of fields are pretty much always north of twenty five hundred. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my intro. <laughs> no, yeah, and it's been honestly, it's been a great contrast to what I run with the AOLL. It's 
yeah, you were saying, the strength of field is unbelievably high. But at the same time, for the most part, it's very much a give and take to where people will recognize, okay, I'm a little bit slower. I'm not going to give it to you easy, but once you do have that nose below me, I'm going to back off a little. So that's that's something that we've always tried. We've always strived to have. Um, so y'all are aware we're doing an entry fee for the first time this season. Um, up to this point, what I've always told people on why that this is previously up to this point been a free league is I tell them your entry fee is the way you race. Yeah. And, and I've always prided myself and the whole league on being clean and just racing like you should race. I, like how I feel you should race. Yeah, and I just want to say something to that, man. Like like you said, the entry fee, right? I mean, if, if there's money invested, yeah, two types of people. You get one guy that's just going to go balls to the wall because he wants to win because he wants to win his money back plus something, right? Or you have people that's going to be a little bit more protective because what are we always normally protective of our money? Um. Now, I will say one thing. Being one of the CCR teammates, I catch these guys coming into the, the team chat after a Monday night race. And first off, they have nothing but great things to say about this league. Amazing. It's just it's phenomenal to what they have to say. Um, and, and these dudes are fast. I, I can honestly say when it comes to Josh, when it comes to even Carl, I, I'll give Carl his due for, I guess, um, <laughs> sorry, Carl's not here to defend himself. Um, but he, you know, they're good drivers and they're coming out here and they're not even able to, they're, they're barely cracking the top 10. It speaks something for the level of drivers that you guys have in this league. And also being one of the guys that gets to, you know, be blessed into your guys's uh, <clears throat> Discord chat, you guys take no BS, man, especially when it comes to disrespect, and I love that. It's it's at a better point now than I think it's ever been, but it's always been something that we've tried to pride ourselves on is be respectful to your competitors. Uh, you know, there's fast guys, there's slow guys, there's guys that are brand new to this, Guys have been running it for like myself ten plus years. Yeah. Well, that, so how do you? How? Let me ask a question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. How, go ahead. Did, how did you find like the, the guys that you have now? How did you find the crop that you have running? I mean, did they uh, reach out to you, or did, or were you actually kind of scouting for some of these people? Mostly word of mouth. Um, we started out. Uh, there was a small group that I had that. I knew they knew a lot of guys, fast guys, good guys, and we kind of just took that and morphed it, went from there to there to there. And also, I will say that our previous relationship with SimTV that helped a lot. That's how we got some of our guys, um, Thomas Bressy and all all the folks that he's brought in. That all stemmed from that, from a, a previous league that they had run that was on on SimTV. Um, El. Elwood, he came to us, and he brought a lot of folks. Uh, it, it's just kind of a mishmash, but it's m mostly it's just been word of mouth. We've been we've been lucky enough. First off, we've got a lot of comments out here. Um, so uh, you kind of really answered the question I'm going to ask you, but I just want it to be very clear. Um, so I'm going to ask it anyways. Uh, Joe Dinsmore did say, if strength of field is a thing in fuel, if you require a minimum, 
in I rating. Now, I, I don't care how fast or how slow you are, as long as you can keep your stuff in order and keep it clean, that's that's all I ask. Absolutely. That's why Nick's allowed to run. You me, I could be, you know, Nick and me both. I mean, Adam, every time I get on the track, he hears, watch out for the 12. Twelve's <laughs> operating is only 600. And, and then we, and I, I got to know something. Um, I've had two comments out here. Will is a great guy, very fair, and that is another very good league to race in. And then I same individual said it's always been that way. Do you know Jason Swan? Swanee. <laughs> so, so here we go. I, I, a connection, right? So we know Jason Swan from AOLL. And he's out there commenting right now. So I, give us a little background to that, man. How, how do you know Jason? Obviously a great guy. So uh, Steel Horse Racing. Yep. Team, Team Swanee owns. Uh, they were one of, I guess you could say, the founding teams. Um, and I'm not going to lie, we've had our drama like any league's going to have. Absolutely. People come, people go. Um, unfortunately, and you know, I, I respect all the guys at Steel Horse, but unfortunately, you know, that they kind of came and went as things happened. Um, but no, Swanee's a great guy. I honestly kind of miss, I, I miss running on track with him because he's a hundred percent the type of folks that we want to have running. I want to point out, I also picked Jason Swan to win. So, uh, <laughs> um, that, I, I do have a lot of respect for that. And I, obviously we, so in AOL, we actually have a lot of this, uh, SHR guys that run, uh, Joe Dinsmore out there. He just sent, uh, you know, steel horse. Hell yeah for the win. You know, we've got Justin Anderson. We've got uh, Steve Gostrock. Actually, the funny thing is Steve Gostrock was supposed to be our guest tonight. Uh, didn't make it. He did send me a message eventually. I hope, uh, you know, everything with him is good. And uh, we, we, we get this guy, you know, on the podcast soon. But the, like I said, when, when it comes to what, everything that you guys do, man, we we did a very formal I want, I want to say a very formal meet with you guys right um when it came to the initial meet and and, and when i walked away from that i mean outside of the fact that they kept shutting my freaking mic off because i was about doing 90 million things um dude i came i came super away super impressed with what you guys had to offer i loved the energy first and foremost uh you guys seemed like a bunch of younger guys that were just about having a good time. And I was like, okay, this is going to be a good lead. They're going to do a lot of good racing. But then, I, like I said, I watched the Discord and everything like that. And you guys take no BS, man. I absolutely love that. Where did that breed at such a young age? Again, I don't know how old you are, but just, you know, where did that breed from? So, well, for the record, I am the youngest. I'm 25. Um, Fair enough. But we're all... You've been you know, racing 10 years already? You're 25? I got on iRacing when I was like 15, 16. Wow. But you were uh, running North Factor and uh, Papyrus before that, too, huh? A little bit. No, yeah. I've, I've been into racing since I was little, little. Like, 2001. Wow. Um, but I was I've always in high school at that point. <laughs> Sorry. So 
I was winning championships back then when I was young. <laughs> but uh, so I've been league racing in what I would consider good leagues now since at least 2012. Right. Um, and I've seen how they've done stuff and I, I don't want to it's not like I tried to copy it but I saw what they did right I saw what they did wrong and I wanted to take that and build on that and kind of make it my own right way to do it so yeah. you were running iRacing at 15 I can't remember who it is but don't we have a resident teenager in fuel as well yeah Jackson and he going back to I don't care how long you've been on the sim as long as you can keep your stuff clean and I, I think I told him this so I don't feel too bad saying this but he's only been on the sim now for a, about an extra two months beyond how long he's been running with us so I was very surprised how clean he actually was yeah. I was kind of scared <laughs> um, the first time he was going to hit the track but I'm pleasantly surprised with that Say, he's, he's a frequent he he's frequently in the comments on our videos and honestly I've run around him a few times and you would never guess that he couldn't legally drive a car is <laughs> in the IVRL and the guy is he's running up front every time I mean he's just turned I think 15 Hey, when I was in New Summer Speedway, we had kids out there racing at 13 years old. Well, let's let's be real. Just for a second. Age doesn't depict speed, right? Nope, it doesn't. It depicts... What, what depicts speed? Talent, ability to read a track, to know the line, know your uh, ability, and put the car in the right situation to make yourself to go the fastest around the track, right? So, a lot of these guys, man, you guys grow up they, so young, man. Like you said, you've been on this for 10 years. Uh, before you even joined right racing, did you do any racing before that? Like, did you have a base that brought you in? No. Um, I mean, like I said, I, from when I was like six, seven years old, I was playing racing video games, Thunder 2003, 2004, was first I had an Xbox when I was younger. It was the first games I had. I still have an Xbox. I still break it out of it. Break it out every now and then. Um, and play those just for old time's sake. But, uh, no, I mean, I've just always been into the sport. So it was just kind of a natural thing. But you so still how did you find how did you find out about iRacing? What what drew you to iRacing, you know, hmm. at, at that age? Uh, so when I was when I was playing R-Factor way back when, it was like 2009 now, um, Maybe not the best choice of words there. Realizing that now, <laughs> um, but back when I was on R Factor, it was like when iRacing was first starting out, and it was this whole big thing, and went on a few years, and was like, yeah, we'll get on there, and I got on, I fell in love, and now I spent way too much money on it. <laughs> yes, the the new the beta UI. You can actually see there's a progress bar of how much content you own. When I saw how far I had gone into that, it actually made me want to cry. See, I've never looked at that, but 
Uh, <laughs> definitely gonna check that out. Yeah, right. Now, now, now I will. As soon as I get off here. Yeah. I already know where I am on that because my first job I got when I was 17, 16, 17. And being young, dumb, not really going out much and getting a decent paycheck for the first time, I'm like, ooh, content. Yeah. So I've kind of been 100% club for too long. Yeah, and, you know, just going back to that whole age thing, man, it's, you know, you can weigh experience. I've seen kids that just, they come into sports or anything like that. They're like prodigies, right? Like, you you just come out of nowhere. Like, this kid probably never done this. Never. And they just come in and they dominate people that's been doing it for 10 years. And you're like guitar players all the time. Yeah, and you're like, where does this come from? It's just, it's ridiculous. It's comprehension stuff that we don't really understand. Like we always try to say, like, I mean, can somebody be as good as somebody that's just naturally talented? We call it naturally talented, right? Can they be? Yeah, sure, they can be. Does it take them a lot longer, a lot harder to work at it? Yeah, it just it does, right? It's a lot more work. But um, when it kind of like what you said with your league you, you guys don't look for a certain i rating and you don't even look for experience you just say hey if you can race clean we're happy to have you yeah i mean it's it's all attitude because at the end of the day although yeah we've got some guys that you know i've got a guy that's made some arca starts or doing late models or one of one of my other admins he runs carts like every weekend right there's some of those guys sprinkled in but for most of us this is probably as high as we're ever gonna get so i do have a quick question for you because i feel like josh has a lot to say right now so josh i'll shut up after this question for you oh you um i do have a quick question for you um when it comes down to this no bs attitude that you guys really have in my opinion and, and correct me if i'm wrong i feel like you guys have instilled of this respect we're not going to deal with this attitude you're not going to come here with an ego like just leave it at the damn door at what point do you guys cut that off and say hey you gotta just go you gotta go there is no hard and fast rule per se right um and that's actually something that i'm kind of happy that we were able to do uh, i don't feel like a lot of leagues necessarily can do this um but it's something that we did about six months to a year ago now is we ditched our rule book like, we really don't have a rule book like, it's just it's i'm coming to you i've seen this enough times you're doing this wrong shape up or you're not welcome here anymore. Um, and it's kind of an informal three strikes thing, honestly. It's like, okay, here's the issue. Fix it. Hey, we're still seeing this. Cut it out. Hey, go. Now, doing this long enough, because this isn't maybe surprising, isn't my first rodeo with this either. I had another project that I kind of did before fuel for a couple years um and alan's done this kind of stuff before mike's done this kind of stuff before calvin's been here the whole ride uh 
God damn it, I lost my train of thought. You're getting old already. <laughs> Too many diesel fumes. Hey, man. Oh. It happens. It happens. Oof. Um, right. So, we have the league starting when? Uh, let me, ah, close that. Um, I believe it's July 20th. No, July 26th, I'm sorry. Uh, early drafts, we had July 20th, but we had to move back a week. Um, but yeah, so July 26th, we were at Daytona. Um, followed that up with Homestead, Sebring, USA, four-week, um, Florida Swing, uh, Pocono, Darlington, North Wilkesboro, Kansas, where's the break in there? Uh, after Kansas, got a week off, and then, and I don't know if we've actually announced this yet, so if not, here's the announcement. Uh, Red Bull Ring on September 27th. Hmm. Uh, wasn't that you guys taking Mid-Ohio off the schedule? Because I remember being angry about that. <laughs> Mid-Ohio will find its way back. Um, nice. Most likely next season, especially because that's one that we've been meaning to put on schedules for years now and just never never put it on there yeah. um, for one reason or another. And, of course, now find its way on schedule. Now it's bumped. Um, but it's been a while since we've done like a European road course. We did Monza a few few years ago, which I want to go back there. That was an amazing race, um, and especially now that we've actually got good road course talent too, uh, which for the longest time our road races were, it's like one guy comes in, you might have one other guy that can kind of battle him for a little while, but then he just kind of goes off the distance. No, honestly, our road course racing, I feel like, especially over about the last year, is as good if not even maybe better than our um our stock car like our our oval racing yeah and honestly i'll be the first to admit the red bull ring is better than mid ohio for these cars <laughs> it's got a lot long it, it's got the longer straights it, it it's definitely going to be a better track for those cars and so, and Rook, what what car are we going to be racing in the premier league just to for everybody out there that is actually so, going to be announced. So Premier is going to be Xfinity. That's that is set in stone. Um, I know there was a little bit of talk about going to the to the Gen Seven. That's not going to happen. Not for this season. Maybe in the spring. Um, but we want to go ahead and see the car get some bugs worked out, get more real world data in it, and just see how it's actually going to go um, before we pull the trigger on that. Absolutely. Ten. Not although sticking two brand new tracks on the schedule is not holding to that very well, but uh, we tend to try not to just throw all the new content in. There's right. certain exceptions we'll make, like a Nashville or a Red Bull ring, but typically we'll try and wait a season or two. Alright, so if anybody out there listening is wanting to join, what's the best way to go through it and how to actually become part of the Premier League uh, Twitter, Facebook you can find us at FuelRL um, you can also shoot us an email uh, racefuelrl at gmail.com or if you can find me on the iRacing forums or anywhere, Will Roberts just shoot me a message and I will get you hooked up and what is the feed? join the league uh, it's fifteen dollars for Premier Sportsman is free, and there's only I, I think there's only about 
four races left, but um, yeah. you know, you still come out, give it a shot, and um, we're not just gonna take your money and have you show up one race, be like, no, get out, like, like come run sportsman, give it a give it a shot, sportsman's free, and we'll take things from there. Okay, sounds good. So I got a quick question, but I actually have a question for Josh. Um, so I know there was a little bit of talks. <clears throat> we talked about Daytona being the opener. Do you know where this is going, Josh? Probably not. There was a race before Daytona. Supposed to happen. You know. What ah, I do. Is that is that still a thing? Is that, is, is that what we're still talking about? It's one week in advance. So that is going to... I, I will let you talk about that one. Well, I want you to give the deets on it, and then we'll go a little further. All right, so the week prior to the opening of the Fuel Premier Series, apparently we're doing an all-star race. I won't claim to understand the format, but that will be the first <laughs> Fuel race being broadcast by Ghostfire Media. Yeah, man, we went. We want to take that race on, uh, and we want to. We want that to be the unofficial official introduction to your league. Obviously, this was the introduction to your league to our podcast. We want to sell this league. We want this league to grow just as any other league that we broadcast. But um, obviously, we can go straight to Daytona. But we're thinking. Let's hit this league up, man. Let's pull this league. Uh, and he had mentioned an all-star race. And it gives us one week let's... to bring to our viewers, listeners. And let's uh, let's put it out there, man. So what do you think? So that works for me. Uh, admittedly, I don't know a whole lot about the all-star. I know I'm probably the worst person to be saying that. But uh, that's pretty much been Alan... It's mostly been Alan <laughs> due to uh, stuff, work circumstances changing, which that should be all squared away here in a couple yeah. weeks. Um, I haven't been too involved in that, but my understanding is basically, if you remember how all-star qualifying used to be, yes, it was you go out, you do a lap, uh, you come around, you do another lap, and then you pit in, mm -hmm. and it's full speed down into the pits, stop it. Four tires, go, come back around, time. That's my understanding of what they're going for. Admittedly, I don't entirely know how that's getting scored, um, just due to some stuff iRacing has, but we'll get it figured out. So it would be the first time that we've done something a little oddball like that and found a way to make it work. I need to talk to y'all about how we're going to like actually get those times up because I do have some ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, so does Carl, actually, because we talked a little about this. Carl's a web developer, and he's got ideas. Yeah, and if you can get from like a Google Google Doc over to that was exactly what he was. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, hey, can, what... can use their API. Should be able to put something. Directly I, I'm going to tell you right now. You talk to Josh and Carl. These dudes are 
when it comes to computer savvy and writing code and all this stuff, these dudes are brilliant. We have brought the best people into this uh, organization that will take uh, care of you. Our, no, don't throw me into that loop. That's all. <laughs> the product manager side of it, he's the one that can actually make things happen. Yeah, he does. And and just, I'm sorry to cut everybody off, but uh, Alan Elwood definitely just commented. He said, this also race is going to be something not really seen by any leak before. And this is why, uh, when it was brought to myself, uh, Adam, by the way, uh, for anybody that is not out there, me and Adam's actually the one that kind of set this whole thing in motion. We just, we've been lucky enough to surround ourselves by the greatest people that we could possibly find. Randy, Nick, Josh, Carl, and when we had brought this together and then Josh had brought this up to us with this all-star race. It was something we're not going to just, we weren't going to let bypass, right? Like how else can we introduce a leak any better than this? Right? Like it just, it's perfect. I'm so. looking forward to, to it because one lap speed is probably going to be the only way I can keep up. With you. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that is going to be freaking just amazing. And, I, I want to talk to you guys a lot more, uh, not really a lot more, but just a little bit more offline about that. But we're gonna we're gonna make this happen. I hope, and uh, even if it's just them watching my feed, we're no, we're we're gonna make a feed happen. Uh, um, again, we'll talk about all that offline. I don't want to disclose any of the contract stuff off, you know, online. Um, so with that being said, I don't. I, I have nothing else, man. I mean, I, you've already taken care of. How can we get a hold of these guys? How we can make this? Uh, you guys getting a hold of them? Take care of. Can we, can we get you guys back next week? Somebody, just somebody. Friday night. One of the drivers. Somebody. Yeah, we'll take a driver, anybody. We just we like hearing well, from the well, links. You guys realize that next week we are due for another race, right? Mm. Oh, that's right. We are due for another race, so we don't need anybody next week. Hey, next guess week, what? We'll, no, we'll, we'll take multiple. We'll take multiple. Say, Bring the drivers in. Let's have them all come in and race. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, and, and actually with that being said, Justin Anderson had said Ghostfire Media should organize an all-star race between drivers from all leagues you cover. That could be amazing, like Ghostfire that SRX be, or IROC. So let's get this in works. Josh, we can talk a little bit more about this week. I know... Unfortunately, uh, I'm not going to be there. No, remember. you won't, but I'm who's gone. organizing it? Carl. Carl's organizing it, if I'm yeah, right. This, this is supposed to be Carl's month for the uh, fun race, and honestly, it will fit with this perfectly so perfect so let's make it happen um i want to leave it out here with this will pitch me your league man give me one last give me some love for your league buddy elevator pitch give me a love if you want the most competitive damn league on iris and come going feel i love it man that, that's that's that. perfect that's perfect i love it Randy, take me home, baby. Well, you've been watching the Ghostfire Media Podcast. It's Friday night. That's what, what it's all about. You want to make sure you watch next week here on Friday night. Once again, at 8 o'clock. We'll run until just a little after 10 o'clock, as always. And don't forget about, forget about Sunday night. 
It's the AOLL from Nashville Super Speedway. The stars of the AOLL will be there racing. And then on Tuesday night, the IVRL Butt Kick Butt Kicker Series will be. I can't speak tonight. What the hell? I don't um, know. You're not even drinking. <laughs> I know. It's it's late. It's past my dead past my bedtime. And some people's pudding time. Pudding. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so Tuesday night we're going to have the IVRL Butt Kicker That's Series, and we'll see what happens with no Joshua <laughs> Gathright in the field. And then Wednesday night we're going to have the AOL Sportsman Division uh, racing at Talladega Super Speedway. And then it's going to be TNT Series, the final race of this part of the season. Can Josh Laston win? The final race, can he get his points back? That is the big question. Can Tim St. Jean beat Sean Comedy for the win? We will find out all the action on Thursday night. And then we'll be back here again, once again, Friday night. So from the Daytona Beach Studio or Ormond Beach Studio, because I don't want to say Daytona because I'm... North Carolina. North Carolina up there. Josh is in the middle of nowhere. and uh, He's in Ohio, man. Grand estate in the freaking... Hey, oh man, come on now. Oh, that's a matter of opinion. <laughs> no, where are you from? We're North Carolina. Find... North Carolina. Where are you at? Raleigh. Raleigh oh North shit! Carolina. Hey, me and this man about to go get a beer, man. Y'all hey. leave us alone. Yeah, we'll leave you alone. <laughs> All right. So this has been the Ghostfire Media podcast. We'll see you next week, and so long.